This is Bob's World. I'm Bob Welch. Stories of opioid addiction are everywhere. Coming up, some stories laid bare in Nova Scotia's legislature. Opioids and addiction to them are everywhere. It is an issue of great importance everywhere. I had to go to the funeral of a high school classmate a few years back. Opioids, first prescribed by a doctor in the 1990s, when I was in high school, when we were in high school, had consumed her over a period of years because they had turned into an addiction. There was no helplessness quite like sitting at a funeral and listening to the father of your high school classmate lay it all bare. But I needed to hear it, and everyone there needed to hear it. And as I speak to you wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening, you likely don't have to think far to recall someone who has been caught up in this not far from your life. So really, the following story could be anywhere, but I chose the following from CTV Atlantic based in Halifax as it caught my eye. In the Nova Scotia legislature last week, politicians of every stripe rose to share personal stories about their struggles with this notorious class of drugs called opioids. As members of the House of Assembly prepared last week to vote on a bill aimed at holding opioid manufacturers more accountable for their actions, progressive conservative John White from Eastern Cape Breton described how he became addicted to opioid painkillers in 2005 after he was struck by a drunk driver. He told a hushed legislature, quote, I was in my own world. I'd rub my face and it felt like somebody else's face. Nothing around mattered to me. End quote. White, a volunteer firefighter and community activist, says it took seven years to deal with his opioid addiction. Keep in mind, these numbers are just Canada, which barely has the population of the state of California. But more than 38,000 opioid-related deaths were recorded between January 2016 and March of this year, according to Canadian government data. Last year, 62 people in Nova Scotia died from opioid overdoses, and so far this year, the provincial death toll stands at 35. During debate in the legislature, Nova Scotia Public Works Minister Kim Masland recounted how she was stunned when she learned her daughter was addicted to opioids. Quote, I'm the mother who knows what it's like to lie awake at night and know that she's not in her bed. Maslin told the legislature, There was not a night that went by that I didn't think this is probably going to be the night that I'm going to lose her. She continued, It didn't matter how much I tried and she tried, the monsters and opioids had her. End quote. Maslin said when her daughter made the decision to break her drug habit, the withdrawal symptoms were brutal. Maslin continues, I will never forget that night watching her body literally convulsing as these unbelievable, powerful drugs were coming out of her system, adding that the opioid replacement clinic at the Queen's General Hospital in Liverpool, Nova Scotia, saved her daughter's life. The province's health minister, Michelle Thompson, said the amended provincial legislation, which passed third reading last week, would support a proposed class action lawsuit launched by British Columbia in 2018. The lawsuit accuses more than 40 opioid makers and distributors of downplaying the harmful effects of the painkillers, misrepresenting the risk of addiction, and failing to mention side effects and withdrawal symptoms. Several provinces and territories have passed similar legislation in Canada. A certification hearing for British Columbia's court action is expected before the end of this month. That story from Nova Scotia and CTV Atlantic today. Personally, I slipped 
on the ice about seven or eight years ago and uh, uh, broke my left wrist. You know, it's what happens. You slip and you feel like you're losing your balance, so you put your hands down. I landed on the pavement and enough weight from my own body broke my left wrist. I'm driven, or perhaps I drove myself with my right hand as my left hand had broken. I uh, went up to Central Vermont Medical Center in Berlin, Vermont, and uh, without really running my name through a computer, they gave me a bubble pack of 12 opioid-based pain reliever tablets, and I thought, you didn't write a script to, to so that there would be some sort of a backstop for them to figure out, is this person supposed to have this? That was years ago. I hope they do it differently now. But that's how this thing winds up starting, in many, many cases, at a doctor's prescription or at an emergency room. Bob's World for this Monday, November 20th, 2023, on a little late today, I know. We'll be back at the normal time, starting tomorrow. I'm Bob Welch from our temporary field headquarters in central Vermont. I'll see you on a smartphone.